BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. I see you. I feel you. I love you. It's all good, babes. Okay. You got all the time in the world, but I'm here to help a girl out or help girls out. So I wanted to tell you about Match. Okay. Match believes that dating as an adult should be exciting, thrilling. We want somebody mature. We want somebody who knows how to go get you your tampons. You want to be dating an adult. Like, okay, rip your clothes off, but also know how to fold them, put them away. Okay. So this is an app for dating an adult. You want a thinker. You want someone who's like, wants a relationship that you can have a conversation with that doesn't take you to like, you know, all you can eat sushi. They remember your coffee order. They know how to communicate. They, you know, consider running errands a date just like you do. They got their ish figured out. So if this is you and this is what you want. Okay. Match is the place for you. So adults only on match. Okay. Download the match app today you guys, because it's time for you to find somebody who's at yo level, not like swipe left, swipe right type BS. I mean, you're still swiping, but you know what I mean, right? This is like deeper. This is on a whole other level. Okay. Match up. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. Fortune Five Stars here. Beamster. Oh fuck that! I practiced it. <laughs> it's all right. It's it's it looks like it would be pronounced like that. First of all, you should be very proud that your name comes up before the Fortune Five Hundred. Oh my! It does. Yeah. Oh my god! You that's... type in Fortune. Yeah. You come up and then Fortune Five Hundred. Suck it, Fortune Five Hundred. <laughs> so Feemster. Feemster. What a name. Yeah, I know it's uh it's a wild one. Yeah. Fortune's an old family name. Like someone was named that. It a last name. Oh, a it's, last name. Yeah, it's my great grandmother's maiden name. So they gave it to you. 
Yeah, well, technically, that's my middle name. So, what's your first name? Emily. Emily. Do I look like an Emily. To me, that's like such a dainty little girl name. Like, which Wait, is so what when my did mom you wanted. Oh, uh, when I was like twenty three or twenty four. Really? Yeah. And now I'm twenty six. <laughs> two years ago, you guys. Two years ago. Yeah. Oh my God, Emily. I know. It's, it's, Does anyone call you that now? Um, like my family and mm. stuff. But my grandmother really, really wanted my mom to name me Fortune. She just loved the name, and this was before I was born. And my mom said I'd have to be Miss America to live up to a name like that. Uh huh. So when I got older, they told me that story, and I was like, "Hey, I, I am Miss America." I, yeah, I can't believe that she didn't think I had that in me. Sounds but it like was some therapy over there, right? Since before I was born, <laughs> you didn't believe in me. Yeah, but my mom always wanted a girl. Like she had two boys already. And it was like her dream to have a little girl. She bought like all kinds of dresses again before I was born. And Emily, I think, represents that quintessential little girl she always wanted. And I never it's not like I hated the name Emily. It was just I never it never quite resonated when I was young. Everyone called me Feemster or Feemy or Femer. No one called me Emily. Oh, and then and no one called you Fortune. No one called me Fortune because I just never talked about my middle name. And then when I started, I moved to L.A. And I kind of thought in the back of my head, like if I ever do any sort of acting, I was going to go by Fortune as a kind of a nod to my grandmother because she passed. Yeah. And she instilled you know, confidence in me. She's kind of the reason I, I have any guts to even really? try the acting or improv or anything. And so I did it as kind of a nod to her thinking I would be Emily in life and fortune on stage. And it just doesn't quite work like right. that. You need to like commit. Yeah. And I think fortune just fit. I think yeah. Everybody was just yeah, like, you're, you're so fortune. fortune. Yeah. And that's like manifesting at its finest. It's like, yeah, give me all the fortune. Well, I also feel like my grandmother, it's so wild because she she wanted that before I was even born. But it was like this is the like, I don't know, sort of hippy dippy in me. It just feels like she kind of knew who I was before I did. Oh, that's like so she's cute. had this like. So when path. did she pass? Did she get to see you like? No, no. She died when I was 18. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you know, it just I didn't get a grandma. Like, so at least you had like 18 years. Let's Let's just tell our sad stories <laughs> to each other. No, but I mean, you got 18 years. Of yeah, that. I mean, I, listen, I was really lucky. She died the, the day after I moved to college. So it was that was a very sort of symbolic thing to me as well, which is another thing What that I just want to sort of honor her in that way. So even though she never got to see me perform, never even I, I was never even out before you know she died yeah. there's so much of me she she didn't know she missed so this fortune name is kind of my way of keeping her with me i know to her yeah. what was her name evelyn now i need to like i need to picture her i need I to like her feel Na her in the room right i called her nana though nana she's actually right here <laughs> love you Nana. Um, you're from North Carolina, hence the little drawl. Yep. So how was it like growing up there with, because you were saying before, like you weren't into the dresses. Mm -hmm. Were you really, you remember you were never into them? Never. Well, my mom, you know, when you're pre five years old, you don't get to don't say. get a choice. Yeah. yeah. So I was in a dress every day. I have those Olin Mills. You have those? The It was like basically pictures at the mall <laughs> where... <laughs> No, I grew up here, so we okay. don't have the malls. The, yeah, the I, I would be in a bonnet and like, you know, holding a flower. Yeah. Like staring at the flower. Yeah. 
And Owen Mills was big in the South, I guess, where it was basically like the professional photographers would take these pictures. Yeah. So I have a lot of those. And then at five years old, I discovered soccer. And that I was five. Yeah. I was like, never put me in a dress again. Really? Do you still love it? Do you watch? Yeah, I play. Yeah. I, I mean, I grew up playing three sports a year so. I was very sporty. Oh, she's an athlete. It's in my DNA. I know. Do you know that it's actually in my DNA? I took a 23 and Me, and yeah. it said that I have elite athlete genes. What? I know. I or, don't, do, but do I... Do you play sports? I do. No, my mom was like your mom. Yeah. Except I went with it, you know? Right. Like, I. Yeah, but I look back, do. and my sisters who played soccer, softball, Yeah. and I look back at myself, and I'm like, how did you just decide to put me in dance? Right. Like, what did you see? So yeah. I don't even know. Maybe I would have been you're, a killer. <laughs> you're over on the sidelines at your <laughs> sibling soccer practice smoking a cigarette. Well, this like literally, probably though. probably not an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> but in the genes, I was meant to be, you guys. So you said you had two brothers. Mm-hmm. You, did they influence you to, like, be into sports and yeah, stuff? Yeah, they were big into sports. My oldest brother, in particular, anything he did, I wanted to do. So... Mm-hmm. He played tennis. I wanted to play tennis. My middle brother swam, and I tell a story in my special sweet and salty about how that went. I basically was a terrible swimmer and had to run across the swimming pool pretending to swim, (laughs) thinking I was fooling everybody. (laughs) I mean, if you were tall enough, maybe you could fool everybody. It was the butterfly. It was so hard. So I did. So I ran and I did this. Oh my god! I did my arms flailing through the air like I was doing the butterfly. Well, you know that now when you're talking about having a brother, I cannot picture your brother on the Mindy Project. Oh, I know. Uh, Garrett played my brother. I know. Yeah, everyone still because that that show's now on Netflix. Ugh, so good. If you guys haven't been to the Mindy Project, so good. You're in it. You play Paulette. Mm Hmm. And what's your brother's name on the show? Uh, Jody. Right. I was going to say it's like a woman's name. (laughs) And it's so good. And your relationship, brother and sister, like kind of too close. Yeah, they wrote so many funny things for us that he would like curl my hair every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Just like while every episode we would get the script and be like there would be some new nugget of random ridiculous that our mom would be in a rocking chair in the attic every day. Like, what? And you were both, you had like the Southern thing mm-hmm. too. Oh my God, I love that show so much. Everyone go watch it on Netflix if you haven't. Okay, so grew up in North Carolina, two yeah. brothers, yeah. didn't like the dresses, got into sports, mm-hmm. went to college. I went to college, a women's college. What's it called? Pate? Peace College. Peace, co- yeah. Peace College. No, it sounds, that also sounds hippie, but it was the last name of the founder. Oh, okay. Yeah. A women's college. Is that where you kind of like explored? No, it was. (laughs) Still, you were like, nope. (laughs) Of all the times in my life, that would have been the time to be gay. (laughs) No, I can't believe that I was not out still. But it's like five minutes away from NC State, which is a huge engineering school, which tends to be more male dominated, Mm -hmm. a male dominated field. So NC State's full of dudes and they would like love coming to our school to try to meet girls. So oh, okay. it, there weren't a lot of. Oh, so it didn't feel like because you had kind of no, the two colleges. Nobody was nobody was like massaging each other and, <laughs> except me. 
I was the one putting lotion on my friend's arms. Wait, so you went for what? For journalism? I went and studied communication technically. Yeah. You know, at these at the smaller liberal arts. Yeah, same. Colleges. No, I did the same thing. They're Paid a like, hundred thousand dollars, whatever. Like you have four things you can choose from yeah. and you're like, Well, I don't like science. I don't like I math. can communicate. Yeah. So you're like, I'll talk. Yeah. Kitch is the freaking most adorable shop. Ever. I just love, I love Kitsch. I love Kitsch. Whatever your budget, whatever your skin type, whatever your hair type, Kitsch is really all about the little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night. I love Kitsch. They even came out with like a Barbie collab. Of course they did. They're just the cutest thing ever. They actually started in 2010 by selling hair ties door to door. Literally, Kitsch came about from a hustle and a dream, which I love. It's also self-funded, female-founded, and now carried at over 20,000 retail locations. Go, Kitsch, go. So if you guys want to know what their signature bestsellers are, you will know these because they have amazing satin pillowcases, caps, eye masks, and most, oh my God, this is actually really funny. Their most known product to me is their heatless satin curling irons, which people think is me in the freaking Instagram ad. It isn't me, but I could see why it looks like me. But that's how crazy is that? How cosmic is that? So they're heatless satin curling rollers. You see people use them. They work. It's freaking insane. Say bye-bye to heat damage. These are the original. These are the OG. So check them out and don't settle for knockoffs. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash not skinny. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash not skinny. One more time, mykitsch.com slash not skinny for 30% off your order. Have you guys tried JS Health Vitamins? They have an amazing product that I love, the Detox and Debloat, which I was actually influenced by a bunch of influencers that I follow. And I was like, wait, is this legit? Because you're talking about it like it's really legit. And I and I need to know. I need to know. And they were like, Amanda, it is freaking legit. They have amazing, amazing vitamins and supplements. The Detox and Debloat is really helpful and supports natural detoxification processes and reduces bloating. The formula is vegan and it includes really great ingredients like turmeric, milk thistle, fennel, and it has a therapeutic supplement dose. So it actually supports liver function and promotes healthy digestion, which I love to here. Okay. I also heard really great things about their other vitamins, like their skin vitamins, but they also have magnesium, probiotic, hair and energy, PM plus, and so many others. Okay. What I love the most about JS health vitamins is that they are Australian. By the way, you don't say Aussies, you say Aussies. Did you know that? Um, anyway, Aussies are globally renowned for their high supplement standards. And it really shows with these vitamins, you guys. So to check them out, go to jshealthvitamins.com. Use the code not skinny for 20% off your one time or first subscription order. Again, you guys, the code is not skinny. Go to jshealthvitamins.com and get 20% off your one time or first subscription order. You were in entertainment journalism for seven years. Yeah, I fell into it. I moved to LA and, and I met this lovely woman who wrote uh, for the LA Daily News and a bunch of other places. And she was like, I heard you can write. What and do you mean? Where'd she hear it? 
She knew someone that had uh, seen me speak at my graduation. Oh, you were? I was the commencement speaker. Oh, my God. Yeah. What, you made it funny? I made it, yeah. I, and it was before I, like, knew that I could do comedy or that I I just, like, liked making people laugh. And I wrote this speech and I, I it resonated with people and it kind of... In my small circle of that time of my life, people heard about that speech. And yeah. It kind of kept going around. And this was pre-YouTube, so. Wait, you moved to L.A., though, right after college? Mm -hmm. To do what? To, to like, I worked as a personal assistant for a little bit. Kind of, like, odd jobs, you but know. what was the goal, like, in the back I of really your mind? I don't know if really? I had a goal. I, I don't know. I think I secretly wanted to pursue, you know, the entertainment business. But being from a town of... 9,000 people. I didn't know how that would even be possible. So I got an opportunity to work in LA as a PA and was terrible at that. And luckily met that journalist mm. who gave me a part-time job. And I started covering premieres. And then that led to this other company who just did everything. They would do a lot of the interviews on the phone. They would do like the Emmys, the Oscars, the press junkets, and it was a bit more all-encompassing. So did you care about, like, movies and yeah. celebrities and entertainment? Like, that was of interest to you? I mean, I found that world fascinating because, again, being from a small town in North Carolina, suddenly I'm interviewing Julie Andrews or Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know, it, to me, that blew my mind. Yeah. So even though I wasn't in the business, I was adjacent to it. Yeah. And that felt like I was still learning a lot. Did it feel like... I should be on the other side of the phone call. I mean, I think I definitely was like, I hope to one day, especially when I would visit sets. Yeah. I would be like, oh, man, this would be so cool to get to do this. And I was pursuing. I started taking improv classes at the Groundlings. So mm. it was becoming more of a, a passion as I as I kept doing those classes. And you have to like get into the Groundlings, right? Yeah. Well, you, you start with like you start with the fun classes. Then you have to audition. So I started with the fun classes. Yeah. And then kept moving my way up the ladder. But so many big like comedians went there. Like, yeah. who, like who? Will Ferrell, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Lisa Kudrow. I mean, was anyone with you in your class? Um, my class was like Jillian Bell from Workaholics, mm -hmm. Taryn Killam, who was on SNL, Nassim Pedrad was right ahead of me. Yeah, test, I they flew me out two summers in a row to test on the stage that whole, you know, Lauren, the Lauren in the corner with that light, you know, that you know, that old school Broadway thing where no, you just no. see a dark corner. Oh, and then and the there's light. A light. Really? It felt like that. Yeah. Was it nerve wracking? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you you think that's the end all be all. Like, if this doesn't happen, I'm going to pack it up and go home. Yeah. You know, that that's the path to, to success. And I grown up loving it, watching it. I used to record it. And, and do those, like, learn the sketches and, as we call them, skits in the South <laughs> and perform them for, like, my tennis team or softball team. And, and then to be on that stage was like, oh, my God, this is it. This is my big break, baby. Well, now you're, like, on your own. I mean, you did the Sweet and Salty, mm -hmm. which was, is also on Netflix. Yeah. Was nominated for a, a Critics' Choice. Critic yeah. That, that and Good Fortune. So that was nice. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, stand-up ultimately is where I think I found my voice, you know? Back when I tested for SNL, I didn't even do stand-up in the audition, which to me now seems wild. What did you do? Like impressions? I did characters and, and impressions and 
stand up is what I think I'm best at. And it's yeah. funny to me that I didn't even put my like, best foot forward. <laughs> but I, I do think things happen for a reason. Yeah. You know, and, and you're meant to kind of do certain things. And for, for whatever reason, that wasn't meant to be. And I ended up six months after my second audition. I That's when I got Chelsea lately. You and wrote for it. I started as a writer. I submitted a package, which in hindsight is hilarious because I was writing jokes Chelsea would never say in a million years. Like what? I think I did like a Harry Potter joke. <laughs> I, I'm like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And knowing her now, I'm just like. But did you not know her then? I, I mean, I watched the show, yeah. but I don't You're know. You're like, she might love Harry and, Potter. Yeah, I, but I would do like jokes about food and like she's not eating she's <laughs> drinking yeah. and but you got it i got it yeah. i think because she saw she, something she saw something and i think she saw the opportunity to dress me up in tiny outfits and i think that is why i got the job because she just envisioned me in a tiny outfit but she met you she met me at, she yeah. saw the package yeah the whole package <laughs> <laughs> she saw the whole she wanted the whole package. She the whole uh, oh my God. Package. What year was that? That would have been 2011. Wow. In January, of two, I had interviewed the late 2010. And, I mean, and it really was one of those meant to be things, I feel like, because I was broke. I, was, I had been a journalist for seven years, but the newspaper business was, you know, not not thriving. Yeah. And they had to, to lay me off because there just wasn't enough income. And so I... I took that year. I was like, I'm going to put everything into to this business and try to make it mm. and was broke, broke. I mean, I did not know how I was going to pay my rent in January. And I kind of had this come to Jesus moment on New Year's with my friends where I said, I just laid it all out like I'm broke. I've been at this for so long. Everyone keeps telling me, no, I keep getting close to these big opportunities. It's not happening. And I just need something. I just need something to happen. And my friends kind of to break the ice because I was probably being a bummer on New Year's <laughs> Eve. My friend goes, well, you're going to go to Australia. You know, that whole Oprah thing. Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to go to Australia yeah. and you're going to go to Australia. Yeah. And we all started like cheering and clapping. We're like, yeah, we're going to go to Australia. <laughs> I got a call the beginning of January that they were giving me the job. I'd interviewed two months before and, you know, just thought it was Assumed not happening. They said, we want you to have a final interview with Chelsea. Got the job the next day. My first day at work. This is, you know, a couple weeks after New Year's. They were like, you know, how was your first day? You know, this is amazing. And they go, oh, by the way, uh, in May, we're going to go film in Australia for a week. And you're going to come. And I was like, I oh, am going to Australia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my so God. It was a real, like, pinch me kind of moment. Yeah. That's the thing I love saying those things out loud because mm -hmm. like people see you on the show and they're like oh yeah she got this thing how cool like mm -hmm. so funny they don't always know how long people have yeah. been in it it's a long road I it's mean, a long road even now people are discovering me i've been lucky enough to be working steady since chelsea since 2011 but you know, you find you get new people that discover you and they yeah. they go, oh, my God, isn't it cool that you just got this? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, 20, yeah. 20 years into it. You blew up on TikTok <laughs> overnight. You're a TikTok sensation. Yeah. I know. Well, the thing is now things do happen like that. It, they right? do a lot more because yeah. of social media. Yeah. But it was it was a different time. So you got the Mindy Project at Post Chelsea lately till 2015. Yeah. 
so I Chelsea ended in 2014. I actually left the show as a writer that year or uh, before the show ended to pursue acting. Mm. I did a pilot with Tina Fey that was so funny, but uh, it was supposed to get picked up, didn't. And then I, while I was in that experience, pitched her a show of my own. She produced it. We filmed it for ABC. That it was like so amazing, so cool. Annie Potts played my mom. I played a version of myself, but it didn't get picked up, and I was so bummed. Yeah. But a writer for the Mindy Project, one of Mindy's very good friends, Lang, who does a show with Mindy, the College Girls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do that, or yeah, or no? Do they do no, never say that? Never, ha- never have. Mm. They do never have I ever. Uh, Lang Fisher, and she recommended me to Mindy. She was like, I just did punch-ups on this pilot. This this girl's really funny. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a three-episode guest star. And you stuck around. And I stuck around. I cannot tell you how important good diapers and good baby wipes are. You know when you have a bad one, you know? And then to find the best one, you go through a bunch and you try to compare. But you know when you have the best. You know what I mean? You know when you have the worst. You know when you have the best. And the best is Coterie. You want to stop getting up in the middle of the night and changing your baby's diaper a thousand times. Coterie. They are designed for better sleep and have given me, I know they've given me an extra one to three hours of sleep per night. Like you don't need the stress of your baby leaking. And we've all been there getting a diaper that's subpar that leaks. Okay. We don't need that in our lives. And that's why I use Coterie. Coterie is also the highest quality diaper. So it's not only super hyper absorbent, it's also supremely soft. So those are two amazing pluses. Okay. They have up to 70% more liquid capacity and absorb up to four times faster. So that's insane. Top it off with it being fragrance-free, hyperallergenic, and made with responsibly sourced plant-based materials, all while feeling soft as cashmere on your baby's bottom. Okay. They've been awarded best diaper by parents.com and babyless. By the way, I also love their wipes. They're freaking amazing. It's time you use a better diaper. And right now, Coterie is partnering with my podcast to offer you 20% off your first order plus free shipping at Coterie.com. The promo code is not skinny. That's Coterie. It's spelled C-O-T-E-R-I-E.com. The promo code is not skinny for 20% off your first order and free shipping. Coterie.com, promo code not skinny. I get asked about my article code all the freaking time, you guys. So I'll say it here. I'll say it at the beginning. It's article.com slash not skinny article. You guys, the reason you always ask, always ask me is because article comes up, right? It's like you're moving. You're like, first things first, article.com, right? You are nesting. You want some new stuff, article.com. Summer's around the corner, right? You're like, I want, you know, I want some outdoor stuff. You watch some selling sunset. You want you, you you got influenced by the indoor outdoor. Okay. I feel you. I see you. Article has a curated catalog of furniture and they're really here to help you to all your favorite things this summer. Okay. So get that outdoor sofa, get that new dining set, get that summery decor. Article has a flexible range of styles 
and um, has really affordable pieces. I own a bunch of article stuff. I have the Seno dining table. I have a boucle bench. I have uh, Noah's rocking chair in his room. He's all grown up. I don't use it anymore, but it was so, so good article, you guys. They have everything and they cut out the middleman because there are no stores and they have affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. They won't leave you waiting. Amazing, amazing customer service too. Article is offering my listeners $50 off of your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Article.com slash not skinny for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Was it so fun to be on it? Oh, that was the greatest show. I didn't know because it was my first big acting gig. Yeah. I didn't know how great. I mean, I appreciated the moment. We had an awesome time. But I'm like, yeah. that job is one of the like, t- top tier jobs I've yeah. had. I yeah. miss it. And, yeah. And she's so talented. Did you have to audition like after she rec- the, no, the they partner just, recommended you? They gave it to they me. They gave it to you. Yeah. Damn. They were like, you know, Mindy trusted Lang's opinion and maybe she went back and watched some yeah, Chelsea yeah. episodes I'm not sure but she called me and was like super cool and I knew I was in great hands because I mean Mindy's such a amazing writer and yeah. the writer's room is so important to her that I knew this- did you do any writing on it I didn't you didn't no because that writer's room was solid they yeah, did yeah. Not- they didn't need <laughs> me, they didn't need me. like hey do you guys need yeah. nope you're and, good. And they were already three seasons in. Yeah. I came in season four. Yeah. Yeah. See, though, how it, like every opportunity or like missed. Because that's mm-hmm. another thing about the biz people don't get. You know how when people post their like deadline articles. Right. Or like variety, like uh-huh. new show picked yeah. up. By, so those don't always happen. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, like you did yeah. two pilots, you know, yeah, it didn't and, go. and it didn't end up happening. But it led to this. There's a lot of that in my life. A lot of no's that have been like very heartbreaking at the time have led me to some other thing that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Right. There's a lot of pivots that I have done where, but where I can look back and be like, oh, now I see why that happened and why that happened. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. It is. Life is so crazy. <laughs> you guys, life is you crazy. You guys, life is so crazy. <laughs> If you take any way, anything away from this podcast, if you take anything away. <laughs> and currently, life is so crazy yeah. because obviously you're a comic. Mm-hmm. You're a comic, and you were just in like an action currently airing with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> right? The man, uh-huh. Ubar. Yep. You said it stands for. It stands for fucked up beyond all recognition. It's an old military term. Oh my god! Like oh, like your body, like you were so blown up in the war well it could be anything it could be if like any thing that's gone awry okay like, uh, oh, okay you're just like you know out that in the f- tank when uh, yeah i feel like every it, it, we're totally foobar like it's like out of our hands out of control things like there's mayhem it's it's that so if you know that context of the name going into the show you know that the show is going to be over the top crazy right, right. wild things are going to go and All you right. play this like genius CIA agent. <laughs> genius. Is well, the, like mathematics. Yeah, right. I know mean, like, like, that way. Anyone that can like know how to tip or without a tip calculator, I'm like, you're a genius. You are so smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So any math skill, you're a genius. I'm not a math 
person in real life, so it's fun to yeah to pretend. pretend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they offered me this gig, and I re- I honestly thought I would be the person in the van giving coordinates, <laughs> drinking a Slurpee, just being like, "That's what's up, guys. Good luck." <laughs> and <laughs> they're like, "No, you're you're gonna you're, be a CIA you're agent. Like you're in the action. I'm in the action." Which once I like realized that they were wanting that, I was like, "Oh my god." I want that. Yeah. And so the action that's part was crazy my favorite. Because they probably saw something in you. They wanted you for a reason. Yeah. For it to be a little bit funny. Yeah. They. I, I was definitely assigned the comedic part. Yeah. The like levity and the one liners. Yeah. I, I had a lot of that. And then they let me because our creator, Nick Santora, was had watched my work. He was like, I know you're a writer and I know, you know, what you do. So I want you to take what we've written and run with it and just add. You ad-libbed a lot? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So was it mix. fun working with Arnold? It was really cool. I had never met him before. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, he's been. How old is he? A <laughs> hundred? No. How that old is he? 70. Oh, early, early 70s. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. I want to tell he's, you. He's I, got giant guns still. The photo of you two, like he lights up for you. Oh, we have a fun rapport. Like, I don't think anyone's ever seen him smile so big. Really? Yeah. Everyone go check out the selfie. I'll post it (laughs) when this episode comes out. He is grinning from ear to ear. Did you make make him him laugh? I make him laugh a lot. I think that's what helps. You know, Yeah. kind of just like you, you sort of take away all those pretenses and just laugh together. I think immediately, you know, when we met, he knew I was a stand up and and he just sort of, we cut the formalities, you know. We just started joking with each other, and he was telling me stories about Milton Berle, and and then and then I would like every day try to make him laugh. I would do his one-liners to him. I'd be like, Arnold, let's go get to the chopper. Come on, what are you doing? And he'd shake his head. And- Did you ever, in your wildest Emily dreams, think you would be working with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Never in a million years, because. He was the physical fitness ambassador. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Not to date myself. Yeah. But back for whatever president back in the day. And so they would roll out those big old TVs into the like gym and put in a video. Yeah. And he'd be like, hey, I'm on a Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and kids, it's very important to work out. You're going to have to eat your vegetables. And we're going to work out. Get ready. Let's go. And so I was like. 10 years old like doing jazzercise <laughs> with Arnold and then now here I am it's, oh my god it's crazy but that's my whole life in LA has been that way yeah no one you know no one in my small hometown growing up thought that wait you know? so what does your mom think now I mean she loves it yeah well she, you know I talk a lot about her in stand-up mm-hmm. and my current tour especially I'm doing a lot of jokes about her and she loves this, and the live laugh the live laugh love live, tour, love, love yeah. tour. she's she loves being the center of attention oh she has so she, she's, she's like, like me <laughs> she has a false sense of humility a little old me okay <laughs> if you want to talk about me that's great i have more stories if you want me to get up there and talk i'm like she loves I'm, the light loves the limelight it. yeah is she interested in in hearing stories from you about like hollywood and stuff yeah i mean she finds the whole thing fascinating yeah. too yeah she's a big supporter both my parents are so they just think it's great. I mean, you know, there was that worry when I first moved to L.A. because I was very academic and she was like, are you sure you don't want to go to grad school? I'm like, to study what? Yeah. You know, women's study. <laughs> I'm doing that. 
I'm studying women now. Like, yeah. I don't want to go into debt. And because now I know what I want to do, it seems like wasteful to go to get my master's. But, you know, every parent, I think, just worries, well, how are you going to make a living? How are you going to pay your bills? And she certainly had reason to worry for a long time. But then once you, you know, quote, unquote, make it. Right. Everybody's like, I knew all along. (laughs) (laughs) So glad I kept on believing in you and didn't tell you to give up. I'm like, you didn't even want to name me Fortune. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so, so good. Everybody go watch Fubar. It's It's crazy. So great. It's out on Netflix. Yes, it's doing great. It was number one all over the world for like two weeks almost. Wow. And as of today, it had like almost 180 million hours watched. Not that you're keeping track or. I mean, <laughs> they give you these stats, oh, they you know, do? where you're just like the first two weeks, like they track it every week. How many people oh watch? God, that's so exciting. So, but you know, so we don't even need you, you guys. Don't watch. Yeah, guys, we don't need you. <laughs> We're fine. We're already like <laughs> topping the charts. Well, it's cool because, you know, Arnold's so beloved internationally and, and here as well. So, you know, people are definitely going to tune in for him. But we have such a strong cast that everyone's really loving the ensemble. No, that's so cool. Um, he so. also also hasn't done anything in so many years. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's because once he was a governor, he was like really on that path of like doing doing those kind of things. <laughs> you know, I know everyone forgets he was a governor <laughs> for like, eight years. You're here to tell his like life story. He started as a he's got a documentary <laughs> out on Netflix right now. Why <laughs> promote me when I can promote someone who's hugely famous (laughs) okay so let's get back to you okay everybody go watch fubar if you don't want to it's fine it's It's fine you can watch good fortune or sweet and salty on netflix yes oh she's a netflix girl yeah i get around i'm also on is it cake (laughs) season one (laughs) on what is it cake is it cake you've never watched that show here i'm gonna blow your mind okay you have to decide if something is cake. <laughs> or if it's like fake cake. Yeah, people make things like that look like a bowling ball. Yeah. But is it cake? <laughs> Wait, so were you a judge? Yeah. Season one. <laughs> and who who I'm here to plug is it cake season two. I'm not on that. Wait, so are you the judge that knows the answer? Or do you not know the we answer? We don't know the answer. Oh, so you so have to me know. And, or whoever there's three judges or whatever. There's <laughs> I can't believe you never heard of it. It was like last was summer's hit. Okay, yeah. I didn't. I'm sorry. Let me get the stats out for how many people watch. <laughs> no, that actually sounds better than Fubar. Well, no, kid, well, kid, kids loved it. Yeah, that was a big hit with kids for Did the you, summer. Do you eat it? Oh uh, yeah, you didn't taste it too. Okay. Not not usually as great taste wise. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, cream is there's great. like a table of things like tacos. Sometimes it's real tacos. Oh, sometimes it's okay. Cake this that like looks the, like tacos. I love. Were you a judge in the whole? No, season? one. Literally one episode. Oh, which episode? The very first one. Oh, but everyone thought it was my show, so they kept watching for you because they put my big old face on the Netflix thing, looking at cake like, like <laughs> I love cake. <laughs> okay, so sold on that. So, sold. is there any other project for anyone else I should plug? <laughs> Netflix in general. Yeah, yeah. I, I have bopped around a lot of Netflix things. Okay, let's get back to you. Okay. Okay. I've been in like 13 Netflix things, <laughs> but I don't want to plug myself. <laughs> I can't believe it. I literally cannot believe it's the end of July. I cannot 
believe it. I mean, I can believe it because it's freaking gross out, but I can't believe that the first day of school is around the corner. And if you're bugging, you feel like it's last minute. You're like, oh my God, I didn't get anything. I got you. Okay. Macy's got you. Macy's has everything you need for back to school outfits from Levi's free people and more picture day outfits. Of course, backpacks. Kipling is really cool again, by the way. Sneakers. You got to get those Nikes. Okay. Are you going to college? Are you a parent and your kid is going to college? Dorm room essentials like bedding, beauty blenders for the makeup peoples. Okay. Fitbits. If you don't want to go to like the gym and you just want to walk around and know how many steps you got in. Literally Macy's has everything. Oh my God. Back to school, by the way, gives me goosebumps, gives me flashbacks. I can't believe It was like a thousand years ago when I went to college and my mom had to prepare me and buy me everything for a dorm room, drop me off in the middle of upstate New York with a roommate I didn't know and be like, bye. So at least you know that you go to Macy's dot com slash back to school and there is everything that you need there to go back to school. Okay, so check it out. Macy's dot com slash back to school and get everything you need in one spot. Don't got to go all over just one spot. Macy's.com slash back to school. You're touring right now, like we said. Yeah. And you're also touring some red states. I perform it everywhere. Wow. Yeah. How's that? I mean, I'm Southern, so that's not like. not crazy. People were like, you're a gay going to the (laughs) South. Like, that's why I'm asking, because it did make the news. It, it did, it did. Everybody, there's a gay coming to asking. perform. Otherwise, I wouldn't have thought about it. But like, it's in the like it made headlines. Yeah, someone decided that was that was like big time. It's like you went to Oklahoma. News, there's a gay coming to Tulsa, well, and she was uh, okay. So it's not crazy. No, I saying. mean, I, th- I think that's the beauty of comedy. It it sort of is that weird. There's not many bridges that get people to together anymore she is high um i am (laughs) (laughs) but if you make people laugh they will sometimes they don't think about the other things they're just like oh this person makes me laugh yeah so i have found especially on these this tour and my last tour you know a lot more people want to see me that i would have never expected I, i would like we have different belief systems you know they're like, I'm not sure how I feel about you gays, but you're funny. <laughs> so it's, you know, and so that's been an interesting thing. And, and, and you talk a lot about it, though, on the show, too. It's not well, like I'm just telling stories about my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just telling stories about my relationship, my marriage. I'm talking a lot, like I said, about my mom, uh, stories that people can relate to of all different backgrounds. And so it's sort of bridging that gap in a way that I had never expected but I'm just touring. Like, I'm not, like, point specifically picking yeah. certain places. You're not making just, a statement. Yeah. Well, I'm just going all over the country. But I love being that it, it, there are places I'm going to where they don't have representation. They don't have someone telling their stories. Do people come up to you and... and yeah. Yeah. A lot. And so I guess the story is I don't shy away from those places. Right. That's you know the story. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that also you do really well in them. Like, yeah. they love you there. A, a lot and- of the shows sell out and people come because, you know, it's a place where they can see themselves in my stories. And, and they're looking around in a room full of people who are like them or allies mm. or, you know, that it just feels good to have a room full of people 
that are laughing and accepting and and maybe they don't get that on a regular basis in those certain, you know, wherever they live. Where were you that you posted something really funny? Was it Kentucky that you rolled down the window? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I literally. <laughs> so tell the story. <laughs> so I was doing a show in Lexington, Kentucky, and I was driving through some smaller town beside Lexington, and there were two lesbians in the parking lot that were saying goodbye to each other so they kissed to say goodbye. <laughs> and I was so pumped to see two lesbians in the South kissing that I rolled down my window and I went, lesbians! <laughs> like, but in my mind, of like, go Yay! lesbians! Yeah. Uh, but in the South, you forget that that can it be a hate be. crime. And... <laughs> They, so they like ducked and I went, no, oh, they oh, didn't no, no, duck. No, no, no. They ducked for real. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. That was a gay lesbians. Oh, my Not God. A, you're in trouble. lesbians. Yeah. So I went on stage that night and told everybody what happened. And they were like, what is wrong? <laughs> they were laughing so hard. I was like, I just was trying to support lesbians in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that literally cracked me up. Speaking of a lesbian, yeah. there are two in this room. Your wife's here. There are two, unless Jackson's anyone here. else has anything. They, Anybody? Do you, does anyone want to confess Anybody? anything? Yeah. So adorable. Right? This was before we started, but she like fixes your shirt, yeah. fluffs your she hair. She fluffs me. She, Ugh, she, what she, a she, gem. She just takes really good care of me. I, she was, I was saying she was a kindergarten teacher yeah. for 13 years. She has her master's. She's very smart, very accomplished. And she's like, I'm over here fluffing you. What's <laughs> happening? But that's love. It's true. That's love. Love. You so know? how did you meet? We met at Chicago Pride. What? Like the a parade? Yeah. Well, the day before the parade where the le the lesbians <laughs> what do are they all. Do? What do they do? They're in a parking lot because <laughs> lesbians aren't allowed to have bars anymore, apparently. So once a year, lesbians yeah. descend on the parking lot. <laughs> We're allowed to have one space and people were like, are y'all here to valet cars or are you having a party? And it was a party in a parking lot really? for Chicago Pride. Oh, and cool. I was watching. The, I was there to introduce some people. Oh, you were kind of working. Ish. Yeah. Uh, and I was watching the bands and she and her friend walked up and I was like, who's this gal? Was this when you were famous already? I mean, it was like post Chelsea lately. Yeah. So people did you know who she was, Jack? That's right. That's what's up. <laughs> but her friend, but her friend wanted a picture, and was too nervous to ask because I was, you know, kind of a big deal. And Jack was like, "Who cares?" I'll ask. <laughs> like, yeah. She like whatever. She's on Chelsea. She's like, she's on Chelsea lately. Who cares? No, she she keeps me humble. But uh, yeah, I thought they were together. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I just was very polite. Like I you know took a picture. I was like happy to do it. But I was like clocked. Did that. You, did, you, did you take a picture with her too, or do you not care? She, she was. That's in, funny when like only the one friend wants to take a picture, and you're yeah. like, do you want one too? Oh no, you're like I'm good. <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, some wait, people, a lot of people <laughs> like to take pictures. Wait, so how did it progress? So. Then they went away and I just kind of clocked like, oh, that girl is really pretty, but didn't think anything about it. And she went and looked at the picture and she's like, no, this is, picture is horrible. She hated the picture and basically was like, you can't post that. And the girl was like, but that was the whole point. And they came back and I thought, so then I, I never had a lot of confidence when it came to talking to women. Like I was always assuming they were looking at the person behind me. 
But it gave me like a, a, a false sense of confidence. I thought she was coming back because she liked me. I don't know. So, I might have had a drink or two. Yeah. And so she, we took another picture. She was like, the picture was bad. I go, sure it was. You know. <laughs> oh, it's like you left, you accidentally left yeah. my place vibe. And then we kind of like, our arms lingered after the picture. Yeah. And, and then we just kept running into each other all night. But I, I was like, oh, she likes me because she came back for that yeah. picture. Yeah. And like later, she's like, no, that picture was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't coming back to hit on you. So, yeah, we just kind of ended up hanging out all weekend. Oh, my God. And then she left and we just kept talking. And she went to Italy with her mom for like three weeks. And we kept. Were you both in L.A. at that time, though? No, she to be- lived in Chicago. Oh. And I lived in L.A. And- so how did how'd you do it? Long distance. For a while? Yeah. Well, she after she got back from Italy, we just both were like, I guess I'll come out. And I'm like, you should come out. LA for like five days, but we realized we barely knew each other. Yeah. So I it was on the way to the airport where I was like, what am I doing? And it was her flying to LA going, well, what am I doing? Yeah. And we met at the airport kind of like two strangers, <laughs> like, hi. Yeah, because when someone, when you're in long distance and someone visits someone, you're mm-hmm. like together. Yeah. You like stay together. Yeah. You stay. I'm like, we're about to spend five <laughs> days together. What if we hate each yeah. other? Like, this could be a disaster. And she was like, what am I doing? We both were just like, this is nuts. Yeah. And so it was like a awkward where the first couple hours we kind of didn't <laughs> look at each other. She was like this. <laughs> and then we just found that like space that we had when we were hanging out that weekend where we were as fun and comfortable. And we were never, never felt like strangers after that. So how long until she moved to L.A.? A year. Oh, wow. Yeah, we don't want to be those, like, super hardcore lesbians. <laughs> it took a but year. But she was teaching, so yeah. that was part of it. Yeah. But we were so exhausted. I was on tour. She was meeting me in a lot of cities, but she was also teaching full-time. So she would, like, leave her classroom at, you know, 3 o'clock on a Friday, 4 o'clock, fly to whatever city. We'd spend the weekend together. She'd fly back, have to go right into teaching. I was flying to visit her. She was flying to visit me. We were both so tired at so at the end of the year we she had to decide before the new school year she didn't want to leave a class halfway through the year and we kind of had to be like are we doing this or we basically like we're either gonna you're either gonna move cross country yeah. or we're gonna break up. yeah and she i'm moved. very lucky she Aww, moved and you got married in the pandemic mm-hmm. 2020 2020 Congratulations. Yeah, one of these. Ooh. It's a, it's a wedding ring. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Did you do a joint proposal? How'd a joint do? proposal? That There's nothing I I've love more than a joint I've proposal. I've seen a joint proposal before. <laughs> Have you not? No. Where I ask and then I'm like, it's your turn now. No, like both of you at the same time. No, I haven't seen okay, that. Maybe I is that a new trend? It it, oh, it is? Wait, right? I'm not making it up. Oh, yeah. oh, they do. Yeah, it can't be a surprise, obviously, mm. if you're doing joint. Yeah, because so what, what if one <laughs> proposes and the other one's like, I, this is not my plan that I didn't want to get married. So what did you what did you guys do? I took her up to, I was going to go to one place that, but the wildfires shut that hotel down. And it was a place we'd gone to early on in our relationship. So it was very special. So I had to pivot very quickly. Yeah. Damn it. I talk about it in my special good fortune. It all went wrong. I it was this very fancy place, but like I paid all this money to get the ocean view. The, I mean, I, this lady up charged me so hard for. <laughs> she was like, hey, "You're proposing? 
you need to get the ocean one. Don't you're gonna get the cheap one, the cheap the cabin in the woods. But the cheap cabin in the woods is like very updated. And she's like, No, you're gonna need this old ass cabin that looks at the ocean. And we got there and it was fog. There was fog for three days. You could not see your hand in front of your face. She never knew that there was an ocean outside of oh our God. cabin. So it was like all this money for an ocean view that we never saw. It was just like one of those things where everything was kind of a hair off. Yeah, yeah. And I probably should have aborted the mission that weekend and found another way. But I was just like in my zone. Yeah. Like this is happening. Too, yeah, we were too in it already. Yeah. And we had a very fun waiter who was very excited to be part of the <laughs> evening. Yeah. And but like too like too into it. He's, you know, I'm like, they're doing stuff to the room. Can you like give me a signal? At the end of dinner, like, do you mind checking to see if the room's ready? Because I was having them do, like, rose petals. I, all the bachelor stuff, basically. <laughs> the bachelor. You know? The strawberries with chocolate. Oh my God. All that stuff. And, you know, he was, like, sneaking over behind her and giving a big thumbs up. <laughs> like, it's ready. And, like, making it super obvious. Yeah, it was, like, so funny to me. All out of love. He was lovely. Yeah. But I, I kind of, like, I... I Take creative license with him in good fortune to make him even more ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But that was all in in fun jest. And then we go to the room and it's so, it was weird. It was like the room was weirdly lit, like in a way that wasn't romantic, more of just like, <laughs> did someone leave the bathroom light on? And it, so it had this like, we're like adjusting our eyes and then we're looking around the room. There's rose petals everywhere, but like dead white rose petals. <laughs> It it looked like a funeral home. It I just wasn't even red. No, no red roses, <laughs> no heart shape. So it looked like a leaf blower had they brought a leaf blower and just like <laughs> and just like there's your ro rose petals. So she was like, "What? What? This can't here? be a proposal." Like she wasn't even thinking it was coming because it seemed insane. The chocolate covered strawberries they placed right in front of the fireplace. They did start a fireplace, the fire, which was nice. But they put them literally right in front of it. They were like soup. And the champagne was on ice. That all was melted. And I'm just standing there like, this is this is it. This is what I got. And, you know, I, I was so in my head of like, this is not what I had in mind. But I had to, you know, we're you in it. I got to go. I got, I'm going down on one knee. So... I, for sure, the least romantic proposal. I feel like you wouldn't think that. Or do you agree? No, she she agrees. <laughs> well, at least I feel like in what you do, you're like, but it'll make a good. Well, at the time I was in, kind of embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing because everyone's going to ask her about how I proposed. Yeah. I, I at first was kind of shying away from the story of like, well, let's just chalk that to like a story we don't yeah, talk yeah. about. And then, of course, one day we're hiking and she's like, if you want that proposal story is probably pretty funny. <laughs> like if you, you want to mind that people are going to die at that story. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. I think especially guys related with that. Right. That yeah, yeah, yeah. They often have that pressure of having to figure it out. And shows like The Bachelor have not helped. Do you watch The Bachelor? I used to. Mm -hmm. But now who has the time? Yeah. They're two hours long. Uh, they're three hours long. They are well, now? Without commercials, it's yeah. three. Yeah, that's true. I don't do it anymore either. I used to, though. I can't. When did you stop? A couple years ago. Like, who was the last one? 
Clayton, Colton. Oh, uh, might Colton might have been the last. Oh, okay, one. he came out. Yeah, for <laughs> <him>. <laughs> happy Pride Month. Listen, I love when former bachelors come out. <laughs> okay, a few questions. Okay, before I let you go. Oh no, don't let I it know. in. Are we best friends now? Are we? <laughs> sure. Okay. Do you like long distance friendships? <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay, All I need is like Instagram comments. All right, uh, I'll check okay. it every now and okay. then. So you're meeting a lot of celebs in yeah. this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there anyone that you're starstruck by? Like that you would be? Well, this is so funny because it's of the times right now. I, I mean, clearly I'm watching Vanderpump Rules like everybody. Oh. Whoa. And it's, by the way, you guys, we're filming this on a Wednesday. It's tonight. It's the big reunion. Are you watching? Yeah. Are you watching well, live? Well, actually, well, Jax doesn't watch it. So we'll see. Oh, she's like, I just... What? Fix how haven't hair. you gotten? Do I have to how, watch Vanderpump Rules? How haven't Rules? you gotten into? How haven't you pulled her into it? I should. I don't know. I've been watching it on the road by myself. Wait, did you start from the morning. beginning, or did you start no, after Scandal? So I started at Scandal. One of those people. You're one of those people. So I, the scandal was so big that I was like, okay, well now I'm fascinated. Yeah. So I was like, I can't. I don't have the time to go back to season one. There's so, too where'd many. Where'd you go back seasons. to? I went back to season five. But it was kind of cool watching five and the current one simultaneously. Yeah. Because there was a lot of going back in the current season, a lot of going back to those times. Yeah. That I was, so I was like up to date with it. Oh, wow. Good for so you. Now I'm at like seven, but still watching the current one. But at least I saw La La Kent last night. And where'd uh, you see her? Car- Carbone. Like randomly? Yeah, randomly. I never met her. She's friends with people that I know. So I went and said hi. She was lovely. Yeah, she is. And She's I very said, cool. thank you for entertaining me uh, in these days. In these days. Scandal. Crazy. Yeah. So that was a big starstruck moment. So yeah, that was a fun. Yeah, yeah that, that cool. is a good story. So that was my Vanderpump, Vanderpump run in. But I've met some, I mean, really amazing. I've gotten to work with some amazing I people. I know you really have. I like. Worked with recently Jennifer Garner. Yeah. That was cool to like first day. They're like, you're going to drive her in an ambulance. I was like, no pressure there. <laughs> so that was for this cute movie yesterday. I got to drive Jennifer Anderson in an Uber for Office Why party. are you driving so much? I think I just have skills. <laughs> I filmed a movie a couple months ago where I'm driving a boat. No, stop. Yeah. Damn. So I'm, Is I'm it- a handy, a handy gal. You are. I also have a question. I heard... Another comedian talked about this recently in an interview that like people always assume that comedians are funny all the time and like the funniest person in the room. And like if you invite them to a party, Mm -hmm. they're going to be like the vibe. Yeah, not always. Yeah. What do you think? There are certainly comedians like that. Yeah. But but it's too much. Sometimes it's too much. You're like, can you let's not do bits now? Yeah. I'm I personally am in the middle. Yeah. I can turn it on. I go to a party. I can be the life of the party. Grab the mic at karaoke. And I'm like, let's go. You know, I'm like, <laughs> everyone's drinking in the quad. That person. Oh, you're in college. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or I can be the the weirdo in the corner eating cheese. <laughs> we really don't know what we're going to get. Yeah. But I don't have that, like, incessant need to be on all the time. Yeah. So I, you know. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I can be that chill person that's just we're on a couch like you know getting deep all of a sudden it's like tell me about your childhood (laughs) I can be that person too so so many things going on like we talked about Mm -hmm. taking over Netflix Bar specials touring what what's your next dream 
What's the next thing? My ne- my next dream, because I've been lucky with TV. I've gotten to do a lot of cool TV projects. I would really love to be a lead in a movie. I would mm. love to spearhead some sort of big fun, even if it, if an action comedy, even in that world. Driving something. Uh, driving something. <laughs> Speed four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speed four. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, is funny. Come on, let's everybody. Do it. Yeah. They, they did a cruise ship one. Let's some other mode. I know. A bus and a cruise ship. Maybe a plane. Yeah. Let's do it. Writers. So stop the strike. <laughs> yeah. Once For the strike's this. over. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to like I've I've done really funny bit parts in movies where I come in and I'm the ridiculous person. Yeah. But I would love to do that for a whole movie. Yeah. And I write a lot. I've developed a lot of stuff. I'd like to make one of my own that I've written. That would be cool to be on the creative end of it and and get to put that producer hat on as well. So that's my next. I love that. Movies. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm always touring. I'm on the road right now everywhere, all over the U.S. I'm going. Do you have any New York dates? We're going to announce New York. We're, we're putting the challenge for a theater and we're waiting to see if it clears. So hopefully well, Jess, if you better let me know about those New York dates. That's right. Early. It'll be early next year, though. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And for the for the meantime, I'm going to Dayton, Ohio. You want to come there? <laughs> <laughs> Australia, New Zealand. I'm doing a little international. Oh, wow. Situation. Listen. You're amazing. Oh, Fortune, you're so much fun. You're so much fun. Thank you. The podcast is awesome. I appreciate you thank having you. me on it. Oh, my God. I appreciate you being here. You have a radio show. I do a radio plug show. It, plug it. Plug uh, it. What a joke with uh, Papa and Fortune. I'm like, what is the name of my radio show? <laughs> Serious, right? No, yeah. Uh, it's on SiriusXM yeah. for, for Netflix. Again, Fortune, you're a gem. I hope to come on here again. Really? And maybe I'll be not skinny, but not fat. Oh, okay. I thought you were serious. What's that? So you want to come on? I do want to come on. Okay. But right now I'm just fat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a dumb I want to be not skinny but not fat. No, it's great because it. I always hear it and it sticks in your head. It is because it's like, what is that yeah, fucking like, stupid name? Yeah, yeah, that is. See marketing people. You're smart. Get with it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.